So I just pick up where I left off, right? That's the whole point of this. What is going on? It is still March the 26th, 2018. What's Welcome to the Roman in the Mix show. I'm your host, Roman Campomatis. As it says in my bio right there, just a Atlanta comedian trying to make it through the world of trying to traverse the dangerous terrain that is uh, entertainment. Not only in Atlanta, but just like worldwide, man. So right now, currently, uh, I'm mobile, right? That's the whole point of this app is I am able to record anywhere I want and I am in my car right now. Uh, on my way to a comedy spot called Hole in the Wall. It's a every Monday a late night comedy spot where you can get on, do five to eight minutes worth of material uh, in a very in front of a very intimate crowd. Which when you heard when you hear the word intimate crowd, just know I mean small, but enjoyable. Small, but enjoyable, which was my name in high school. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go tell jokes. Um, I have some a few things that I've written down that I kind of want to work out uh, tonight to see if it's funny. And that's the whole point of this. It's just to um, get a chance to perform, get your feet wet, you know, get your, get your legs underneath you and uh, see if you have what it takes. See if you have the funny jokes that's going to make someone laugh, someone, that's going to make someone smile. And that is the most rewarding thing is like having a joke work out like you've been working on this joke today you thought of it and that's you that's your essence that's your humor that's your hard work and that it pays off when you hear people laugh now it pays even more when you start getting booked for gigs but you got to do the time you can't just for me personally you can't just have this five minute routine and just go up and keep performing the same fucking fu- same jokes. It's gonna work out for like a year, but what happens after that? You're not gonna have. You're not really gonna have shit, and you're just gonna be like a hat comedian with the same jokes. So I try to push myself to write new material, to dig deep in my personal life, and find the funny, and find the different angles that people can relate to um, in comedy. And people ask me all the time. Like, man, uh, you know, what got you into comedy? It's like, what, what, what's, there, what's there not to like about being a stand-up comedian? Like, you, I, I tell, I say stupid shit, people laugh, and I, I get paid for it. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Like, plus, I've always regarded comedians as the smartest people in the room. Because they were always saying the things that nobody else was saying, but everybody was thinking. And, but they always had the courage to say them out loud and to say them in a way and structure what they're saying in a way to be entertaining. And that's what I really liked about stand-up comedy. And it's really weird when people ask me like, who my favorite stand-up comedian is. Yo, it's Sinbad. It's always, it's, I'm always going to say Sinbad. Sinbad, to me, is one of the most underrated uh, OG comedians out there. This dude was doing it in the 80s. He was in movies. He was still making, like, one-hour specials. Y'all weren't watching him. Y'all didn't know about him because you were, they weren't on your radar. But, you know, he still tours and shit. Like, and he's expanded his, 
his outlets. You know, he, he travels with the band now, so he still gets that satisfaction of being a performing artist. But maybe not all in comedy all the time, but uh, still being on stage and still, like, you know, exposing his glow to people, you know. So, Sinbad, shout out to Sinbad. I hope you, hope I meet you one day. I hope I get to shake your hand and I hope I get to tell you in person how big of a fan I am of yours. So, yeah. I wanted, that's, that was like a really good four minute rant, by the way. Um, I do my best thinking in the car. I don't know about y'all, but I certainly do. Uh, whenever I'm traveling around, uh, it's, I, you know what this, this is, it might, I might just transform the Anchor app into Roman in the Mix show, Car Chronicles. Everything I record would, would be in the car versus sitting at the desk. Like the desk is more for personal interviews and I think I am going to keep, I'm going to keep Roman in the Mix, oh shit. I'm going to keep Roman in the mix. I almost missed it. Like what you just heard was me almost missing a turn, but I made a, a legal, uh, left, <laughs> but no one was around. I was just in the wrong lane. Uh, I'm going to keep Roman in the mix show on SoundCloud, but I'm also going to do this cause I think it's kind of fun. Who knows? Who knows? Somebody might listen to it. This is still very brand new and I'm just kind of like rambling on, uh, but as, but back to what I was talking about. I was talking about comedy and me being a comedian. I love this shit, and I've, and I've had, I've had, I've one big argument with like another comedian, like a host of a show. Matter of fact, the previous host of Hole in the Wall, uh, I had an argument with him because he was putting up like shit acts, like people that we knew weren't funny. They were performers. They weren't comedians. And this is like a, this is the open mic comedy night. Uh, Take that shit to, you know, your off spot Thursdays if you want to sing, if you want to rap or some shit. You know, like this is, this is specifically for us. And I wanted, this is how much I love comedy. I wanted to protect it. I wanted to protect uh, the space that you're in. I wanted to protect the respect that the comedians were getting uh, in that spot, in that show. And I wanted to protect comedy. I wanted to preserve it. And I wanted to, every time someone came to that show, I wanted them to experience like a really good comedy show from local comedians, because that's what we're all here to do. We're all out here to get as much exposure as we can. So one day that we can like this shit will all pay off and we can become famous. That would be dope. That would be super dope. If we can, if like the the circle that I'm in right now of these funny local comedians, if we could all make it and be famous, and you know what, We're, we all have our own style, we all all have our own hustle, and I believe I believe in the collective group that I am in right now, and I you know I, I absolutely adore and I am big fans of of the comedians that I keep that I have the pleasure of being around. I was gonna say I keep around like it's like it's fucking my choice. It's not my choice, you know. They can choose not to hang out with me. I'm a fucking lame old man, Asian. Like these are these are people all in their like mid twenties or late twenties. They can give a fuck about me. Uh but I I am a big fan of them. 
You know, I, I can say that much about these people. Those people. What do you mean these people? I don't give a fuck. So, yeah. All right. I'm here. Um, I'll see you guys on the drive back home. of comedy tonight. What's going on, Roman, in the mix show? Where you park at, Pat? I parked over there on the fucking other side. Hi, Hello? Hello? Man. Pat, you ever heard of Anchor? Anchor? Yeah, man. You talking about, like, the boat Anchor? No, nah, man, it's a new app. It's a podcast app, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you mentioned it before, haven't you? Yeah. Well, what's it all about, exactly? Well, actually, you're on my show right now. Okay. I'm recording right now. You can okay. hear both of us okay. to it. And it's just a way to just record conversa- funny conversations like a podcast. Okay. You so it's like a, the, the mainstream directly, like, if it was a, a heroin needle, it would go right to the main vein and get me high immediately. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I, I feel you. Trying to explore every single different avenue. So you're saying you're going to try heroin next? Is that, is that what you say? You know, I hear it's pretty good yeah. <laughs> like not to not to like i'm not being funny or anything but i'm just like yo like people who are heroin seem to really enjoy hey, you heroin know you know what i've taken a couple of oxycodones myself and i found out that the opium is derived from the heroin right which is in oxycodone and I, I like the way they make me feel and i have to agree that it might be okay it might be i'm not saying i'm willing to try it i'll stick with the little painkillers i have at home but when it comes to injecting main drugs directly into my skin, I'm going to have to pass. Yeah, I don't like needles. It's going to have to be a hard no right. for me, you know. I had to stick to the painkillers I had at home. You, I, um, I got my tonsils taken out when I was a teenager, yeah. and I got Vicodin for it. And somebody told me, yo, pop a few of those, man. You be feeling good as shit. So I did. That shit was terrible, man. It was terrible. That shit was terrible. I was just on the couch. I couldn't move my legs or my my arms or some shit. I was just locked down. All I could do was blink. And then in the middle of my high, I thought I forgot to learn how to swallow. <laughs> my spit. There was like spit pouring him in my mouth. And I just, I, I, could, I couldn't remember how to fucking swallow. I was just. Well, I'm sorry. Your terrible. drug experiences are shitty. Because when I, when I, you know, I'm not saying that I'm the type of person to just be out here just doing drugs willy-nilly. But, you know, when I get into an accident, so happens, you know, I just be happy. I, you know, and I don't give a fuck what's happening. I just be happy as fuck. Somebody could be taking a shit right on my chest. I'm not going to really give a fuck. I don't be like, is this you? Is this you? No? Yeah, man, so you, you just going to rub the shit on my chest? You going to do that afterwards? You just can't leave it there. <laughs> I just, I, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm telling you, I wouldn't, because that's how they make me feel. They just make me feel happy. I'm just content with life. It's me right here. I'm content Whatever the fuck is going oh, on. I'm, I'm right there. I'm the green car. Right. I'll check you later. Go and give, give him a plug, Pat. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Sealsman93, S E A L S M A N 93. Patrick Seals on Facebook. Uh, if you took an English class in the third grade or higher, you should be able to spell Patrick Seals, I, I assume. And on Twitter, I'm Patrick Seals <laughs> underscore 93. Are you active on Twitter? I post some shit. I be posting diary shit because I don't have a lot of followers, 
I be posting real deep, dark secrets, so don't nobody see. <laughs> I don't see follow it. you on Twitter because I don't follow a lot. Of it's people like on one of those things where when I need to say some shit and I don't want a lot of people in my business, I go to Twitter. Okay. I go to Twitter. I used so, to go to Tag, and then I made a new Twitter. So Pat's deep, dark secrets of how he really feels about people aren't fucking Twitter. <laughs> 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 All right, Pat. Funny gang, gang. Time for Car Chronicles. On my way home, that was Patrick Seals. Uh, I've known Patrick for a very long time, as far as when it comes to comedy. Like a few, few, like in years now, I've known Patrick. Uh, And it's really fun to form like a bond and a brotherhood uh, between comedians who all have like the same goal in mind. And I was told, uh, let me, let me buckle up. Let me be safe. back so what was I talking about before I was talking about uh, how comedians out here really show love man and uh, it's a real thing I was talking to a guy who just got up for the first time tonight I was like man you uh any fucking bomb I'm sorry to say man but he uh (coughs) he did not do too well for his first time but as long as he keeps going on at it as long as he has a passion for it he'll be all right and I told him, man, like, like, yeah, the host may have made fun of you after you got off stage, but he also, like, talked some real shit to you, and he told you what to do, and he told you the different steps and what to take, and he also gave you a few pointers. Like, man, people, people pay money to go to comedy classes, and I'm not knocking comedy classes either because it's a great lane. It's a great way to learn how to write jokes, and it's a great way to have a solid introduction <coughs> Two comedy, sorry, I'm fucking coughing. It was real smoky um, in the bar, but it's a real great way to learn comedy and to um, get a solid introduction into comedy. Because every comedy class, too, if you take a comedy class at the end of your at the end of your class, you're gonna have a big show and it's gonna be packed with all your friends and family and everybody's there to support new comedians and you've been working on these jokes for weeks, for weeks, polishing them, having someone like take you by the hand and be like, no, you need to put this line here or no, you need to broaden broaden this story and really draw people in or hey, like your pace is a little fast or your pace is a little slow. There's a lot of things that go into performing. And that's one thing I really enjoy about comedy. I enjoy the performance aspect of it. I enjoy uh, really coming to life on stage. Uh, one of my favorite performers is John Liquizamo. Like, check check out John Liquizamo. If you can Google him, uh, he does he does these fantastic one man shows. Uh, Clown is one. Uh, uh, Sexaholic, a love story. And then uh, he has another one on HBO that he just released. And I forget the name of that one. But uh, it's real funny. And, but he tells a story. And he performs the whole thing with different voices. And he's very energetic. And I, I'm not going to be jumping around on stage. That's not, that's not me. But um, I do feel like my, the voice tone that I use and the cadence that I put on um, 
really support the material that I do. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, so weird. So surreal. Because I usually just do this by myself. But now I have an audience listening, maybe? Whoever whoever chooses to tune in to this. I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, so the material that I'm, I'm working on right now man I got this one joke about gun gun violence <laughs> like gun control it's terrible but I I like the funny crudeness of it and I am leaning more towards I mean I have always found, found like crude jokes very funny well, that's just me I don't know if I should talk about my t- material on the podcast uh, I think the podcast should be used for fresh material and opinions about things. But yeah, uh, you can leave anchor messages. So if you want to leave a message about who your favorite comedian is, go ahead and uh, let me know, man. We'll have a nice little discussion about it. You know, I, I am a naturally creative person. I always want. Uh, different ways to kind of express, express express myself and you know also like use this abundant amount of energy that like needs to get out and needs to like focus on creating things uh, something something out of nothing that's very satisfying and that's what's really great about jokes is that it's something out of nothing uh, it's your own thoughts but mm, I ooh here's a good subject I suffer from too many hobbies I don't know if anybody else does, uh, but I am the type of person who will be always looking for something to do, and that's how I got involved with DJing, uh, that's how I got involved with graphic design, that's how I got involved with photography, uh, that's why I like cooking, um, and most importantly, that's why I like being a comedian. But all those things that I just mentioned kind of offer uh, a different avenue for me to be creative. Uh, music, for one, I'm not creating music, but what I'm creating is a feel, f- feel of the music and a feel, a vibe for the scene, and that's why I really like DJing. Um, with graphic design, I, you know, it's it's, it's art. You know, I'm a shit drawer, but I always love to to doodle and. With graphic design, it's given me an opportunity to kind of stand out and create my own brand and manifest my own destiny uh, as far as it comes to, like, the visual aspect. Uh, and then, like, fuck, who doesn't like cooking? I feel bad for anybody who, like, is in their mid-20s to late-20s and you can't cook. Like, bro, how do you... How have you survived this whole time? This whole time you've been alive. How have you survived and you don't know how to cook fuck out of here like seriously like if you man if you still if you still cooking dry chicken fuck out of here man like <laughs> i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you like food is trash it's terrible yo my ex-girlfriend couldn't cook for shit and i had to i i seriously had to be polite and just like really chew this shit down. Like she served me like so this is the same girlfriend who uh who called me fat. Like she she said 
the most hurtful shit I ever heard, which was, um, I don't find you physically attractive anymore, which means, like, you're too fat to fuck. (laughs) And it hurt. It hurt me. Hurt me a lot. But this bitch, like, I tell you what, I would have been skinny if I stuck around with this hoe. No, she's not a hoe. But this bitch, she couldn't cook for shit. She served me, like, undercooked rice, under-seasoned dry chicken one time. And you know what? I get it. The thought, the thought counts, right? But at the same time, like, this is disrespectful. This, this plate of food was was terrible and like you're she was german and puerto rican i like i know somebody so on some side of the family they use spices seasoning and shit nah not a not a drop i don't but eating that terrible food i would have i would have lost a lot of weight sure i would have as by now you know what i'm saying being like an asshole who lifts up my shirt all the time because you know because you earned that shit. I understand. <clears throat> I understand the douchiness of wanting to show off your abs. I get it. I get it. You know those things, and like real abs too, not like um, skinny, malnourished abs. You know, because there's a difference. There's a difference between low body fat and muscle. And but anyways, I don't know. Will I? Will I ever have abs? I got like a... I got like a dad bod with no family. It's terrible. Like, you, it looks... With my clothes on, it looks like I kind of give a shit. But when I'm when I'm naked, you can tell like, oh, like, you know, he, he still likes to eat, eat junk food. <laughs> I don't know. It's terrible. It's terrible. But, yeah, I'm like a... I don't know. I live in Atlanta, so... I'd be like in a Atlanta 5. But since I'm Asian and I'm Filipino, I'm very exotic. So that just bumps me up like another point. Like, I'm so I'm in like Atlanta 6. I guess, in this crazy space. I don't care. I'm not... You know what? I, do, I, I don't care in the day-to-day life, but... When I think about it, think about it professionally, like yeah, I should probably get get in more shape, probably probably lose more weight so I have a more defined face and not have, you know, have some have a chin and some fucking cheekbones or some shit like that and take better pictures. I don't give a fuck. I'm a comedian. It should just be the content and the words. Am I rambling too much? But it doesn't matter. You guys are still here, or maybe you're not. How long has this been going on? Nine minutes. I think I've covered a lot of subjects in this little amount of time. What's going on in the world, huh? I don't. I don't. I don't think I can do political things. I can just see. I can just comment on how stupid things are. How how crazy and fucked up is the world, huh? How crazy is it? I mean, what can really be said about Donald Trump that you're just like, yeah, we, like, everybody knows it's terrible. It's, you got Russian, like, 
this shit is real. Like, I guess, like, when you look at it, and when I, when I look at it, I'm like, yo, these Tom Clancy novels, like, this is the real shit. Like, Russia is still fucking with America, and there's still such things as spies. Like, spies, espionage. Other governments trying to fuck with other governments, you know? For what? For a position of power? Fictitious power? Well, not it's not fictitious, because... But it, I, I think it's just all driven by capitalism, the want for money. That's why, you know, people turn into cruel and unusual assholes. You know? They had a Russian spy killed with a nerve agent. Like, that, that shit is out of a spy novel. That shit is really going on. Like, there's a dude out here, you know, probably with, like, an invisible car or some shit. Like, some James Bond. James Bond type shit. Who else thought that that James what was it? Tomorrow never dies. That little Nokia with the touchpad on it. He was driving the BMW around. Who else thought that was the shit? I don't care if that wasn't an Aston Martin. That scene was the shit when he was like in the back seat and he was being shot at, but he was he was driving the car through his phone. Like phones can do that now. Back then that shit was just what if, but now it's just like, yeah, like, fucking, we can fucking totally do that, we got cars that drive themselves now, you know, I would love if people just didn't drive cars, if people just rode in cars, and there was kind of like the Elon Musk, uh, highway, that, that, uh, boring highway that he's doing, like, underneath Los Angeles, it's amazing, fuck yeah, less traffic accidents, I don't have to drive, I mean, sure, I enjoy cruising, but also, like, I don't fucking enjoy driving, I don't enjoy driving because of all the assholes on the road, wow, I don't want to re-listen to this, because I don't want to be like, holy shit, he touched, like, 50 subjects in 15 minutes, what the fuck was he, I don't even know how all, everything that I talked about just now, segued into each other. They just seem like crazy ramblings right now. But hey, such is this podcast. <laughs>